Hello and welcome to the Wellness Before Weight Loss podcast. I am your coach, Jen, hanging out here with you on the airwaves. Um, fun fact, I used to, so I went to a small liberal arts school in Iowa and they had their like, you know, local liberal arts college uh, radio show and I used to have a show on there and it was my favorite. So I want to find the song that I used to play all the time. I can't remember what the name of it was, but it was one that I was like, hey, tune in. This is me. And like, here's my favorite song. So, oh, college days memories. Anyways, we are here to talk about giving you permission to live your life and do your journey in your own fascinating, imperfect way. Uh, This is coming off of a conversation that I had with a client. So I'm in a life coach certification program. Long time coming, considering that I've been (laughs) coaching for eight years, five years full time. Uh, But it just felt right. You don't have to be certified to be a life coach. Like you could literally be like, I'm a life coach. And someone can be like, hey, here's my money. So, um, but I I know I'm a damn good coach, obviously. Uh, But certification for me just is kind of a way to open other doors. Um, I can work with other businesses and corporations that require certification. Um, And I think honestly, it's just the direction that life coaching is heading. It's kind of like therapy, um, the medical field, all of that, where there will be more strict licensure licensure processes. Um, Because I think that, you know, it is the wild west out there. And when you're hiring a coach, you don't always know who you're getting, what their credentials are. And that's why it's really good to ask those questions of what you are looking for. Um, But honestly, in my last like eight years of coaching, I think that there's been maybe one or two people that have been like, hey, what are your credentials? Uh, Because my credentials really are the school of life. Also, obviously, I do have other legit, you know, like systemic, not systemic, legit um, certifications and paperwork and degrees. So I have a master's in educational leadership and undergraduate in the study of people, which is sociology. Um, I have multiple certifications through nationally recognized organizations in nutrition and health coaching, as well as group fitness instruction, certified personal training, strength and conditioning, all of that fun stuff. Um, And yeah, and mindset shift and change. So I do have certifications. I have gotten the paper and the degrees. And this life coach school is just another layer in my educational journey. I'm a lifelong learner. So in that program, the reason why I'm telling you all this, in that program, um, there is a requirement for a certain amount of uh, hours. So practice hours. Um, You can get those hours through, I'm getting some of those hours through my actual clients that are paying me. And then I, some of the hours are required to be reciprocal with your, um, your peers. So the folks that are also going through life coach school. Um, And yeah, it's a lot. It's a hundred hours. And so basically if you do the math though, it's 200 hours because the majority of my hours are going to be reciprocal. So I am being coached. Um, and then they, I'm coaching the person of my, in my, one of my classes. So super cool. And one of the things that I was coaching someone around was, um, I mentioned on the last episode, but I was coaching her around making the decision of whether to get certified or not. Cause really, you know, certification is a tool. It's not a requirement in our field. So it's not like if you want to be a coach, you have to be certified. Um, and so obviously like if you want to be a therapist or a doctor, like you have to have certifications and licensures, it's not the case for coaching. So she was really deciding on, you know, should I, should I not? And one of the gremlins that I kept coming, hearing come up in her in our conversation was um, the fact that she is self-identified as a quitter. So she doesn't see things through all the way. And if that's you, and again, it might be around your weight loss journey, uh, might be around hobbies, might be around whatever it is, I want to give you a mindset shift that you are welcome to take. And if it lands with you to use it in lots of areas in your life. So for her, um, she has diagnosed ADHD and that's another layer of her journey and who she is. And I think so often we as a society, we uh, prize and privilege people who are like gritty, who like see it all the way through, like don't be a quitter, like da 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 da. 
And I think to some degree that's helpful, right? But I think in the majority of the time, that's not necessarily helpful because when you then label, if you stop doing something or you quit or you fail, um, you then label yourself as like a quitter or a failure. And it's like this like negative feeling, right? So for her, when I challenge with her, I'm like, what if being you is just being impulsive and is just like getting new data, making different decisions, which on the outside may look like you're quitting, may look like you start and stop a bunch of things. But what if for you, you just gave yourself permission to be like, yeah, like, because really, honestly, when she was talking about, because she was worried about being, you know, labeled a quitter again for with the life coach school um, and quitting it and her parents or her family being like, oh my gosh, you're not going to see it through again. And I, that's a lot of past gremlins, but I had challenged her to kind of think about, you know, the deal with anything is that you don't know what you don't know. And so until you start taking action, you can't really know if it's for you. So yes, while it feels nice and awesome to be like, and I'm going to get certified, or I'm going to do this 21-day program, or I'm going to lose this amount of pounds, or I'm going to go for that job, or I'm going to whatever it is, it feels really great and soothing to like have a plan, right? And I want to also challenge you that when you have that plan and you start taking action towards it, you're getting new data that you didn't have. And I think how this relates to a potential weight loss journey is that you commit to a certain program or a certain diet or a certain thing, and you haven't done it before. And so you have new data, every action that you take, and you go like, oh, you know what? Early morning workouts aren't for me. Or, oh, you know what? I actually really enjoy carbs, so keto isn't for me. Or, oh, you know what? I actually enjoy like eating whole foods versus the shakes and bars and things. You didn't have that data until you tried it. So if you get new data and you make a different decision, that's just what it is. You can make a left turn. And while, yes, we all desire the straight road, right? The I'm going to do this and then I did it. That is rarely, especially in your weight loss journey, how it's going to go. You're going to have to get new data and go, hey, this tool gets me closer to my goal, but it's just a tool. And I can cycle through tools as quickly as I feel like, and I'm not a quitter as long as you continue to work towards that goal, right? And you may realize, and again, some of my clients, I guarantee you when they join Wellness Before Weight Loss, they're going to figure out like, hey, maybe I don't actually want to lose that weight. Maybe it was just me wanting to feel better. And now that I'm sleeping better, eating more protein, drinking my water, setting boundaries, saying no to things, I have a plan for my life, I'm communicating better. Fuck, that's what I wanted to feel, Jen, because anything you want to do as a goal is based on a feeling. It's not about the new car, the new job, the number on the scale. It's about how you want to feel when you have that thing. And you don't know what it's going to take for you to get there. So as you gather data, as you go down this seemingly straight path that you want to, which is a new program, a new diet, a new whatever, a new journal, a new, new whatever it is, give yourself permission to take a left turn as you get new data. Because you didn't have that data before. So just because you make a different decision than you set out to make, if it's getting you in line with your goal, that's great. And I reflect on my own weight loss journey, and I'll focus on a couple things, nutrition and movement, which are two of the biggest movers, um, but those are made on the backs of good sleep, boundaries, having a plan, all of that. So those are the, those when nutrition and movement click for my clients, it's because they have a plan for their days. They've communicated things well. They are well slept. So it's, again, kind of one of those lagging indicators. Doing well with your movement goal and your nutrition is a lagging indicator based on the leading indicators of better sleep, better boundaries, better communication, having a plan. So when I think back to my weight loss journey and where I am so far, again, I don't, I'm not done. I still have to do the shit that got me here every day. Um, and with that, I think about, you know, where I started. So where I started was Beachbody and I did the 21 day fix many rounds, like probably like literally nine rounds in a row. And then I kept doing all the new programs that Beachbody would put out for my movement. 
And then I was doing the colored containers. And then they came out with To Be Mindset, and I did that. And then since then, I've done CrossFit. I've done at-home workout programs that have been virtual. I've done yoga. I've done bar. I've done, you know, more recently, my last biggest commitment for the last three years um, has been at 45. And that's a tool. It's a tool in my movement journey. I'm not married to F45. I'm not married to any kind of movement. But whatever fits in that moment, I'm like, great. If I had told myself that, no, 21 Day Fix is the way to go and only doing beach body. As I evolved in my fitness journey and my movement journey, if I had blocked myself in and said that I was a failure because I wasn't doing beach body workouts, goddamn, I would have quit, right? But I gave myself permission to be like, hey, you know what actually looks interesting to me? CrossFit. I'm going to try it out. Wasn't for me. <laughs> hey, you know what actually looks interesting for me is like hot yoga. Cool. Hey, what's really actually interesting to me right now is bar. Hey, I'm going to try this like crazy high intensity workout thing at F45. And that's what's been sticking. And that's great. But I'm not married to it. I'm not afraid of when I want to stop doing F45 that I'm fucked and that I have to do it at all costs. I enjoy it. And I'm living in the moment now. But I'm also not foolish enough to think that I can't get new data. And that I might not try something else. And it's the same thing with my nutrition. When I first started, I was doing the colored containers. I was, oh man, I fucking preached the gospel of those. They were so good for me. They worked so well for me. They worked so well for women that I was working with that really enjoyed them. And then I just wanted to be mindset. I'm like, wow, I really actually enjoy this. And then I went and tried some macro programs. And then I went and tried some intuitive eating programs. And, and since then, I haven't weighed in about over a year. I haven't weighed or measured food. I haven't counted macros or calories. And that, again, was all built on the back of the to be mindset and of the color containers and of strictly counting macros and calories for a few years. And that's where I'm at in my journey now. But I know... In my mind, I do still have rules around my nutrition. I'm like, hey, I need to get enough protein. I'm not weighing or measuring it, but I do add some protein shakes and I do make sure when I'm piling my plate full of food that I have protein on there. I know I need to eat vegetables and I know I need to do my vegetable, my powdered vegetable supplement to feel good and take supplements to feel good. I know I need to be hydrated. So I know that with my water bottle, if I have two of those a day plus whatever else I'm drinking, I feel really good. And so when you think about your journey as you're starting, and this is what I help women do in wellness before weight loss is we get those habits down first and then we help you decide on the rules on what, you know, what weight loss program you're going to do, what feels good. Um, and from there, you can then make more clear decisions and know that whatever you start with probably is not going to be what you continue doing and permission to do that. So back to the client that I was talking about. With her journey, there's just that permission slip to be like, hey, like maybe this whole life coaching certification thing has run its course for you because your goal in the end with that was to get clients and you're already getting clients. So do you want to continue going through certification? Maybe. And maybe it has a different meaning for you. Maybe it's, you know, being able to work with corporations in the future. Or maybe it's um, honing your coaching skills. Or maybe it's just to challenge yourself, right? It's like, why are you doing what you do? Don't get so focused on doing the thing that you lose track of why am I doing this? And then when the why changes, giving yourself permission to switch it up. So as you're thinking about your weight loss journey and about all of that, I want you to boldly commit to whatever is going to get you to your goal and feels most lit up for you right now. And also when that stops feeling lit up, go, why is that? What did I, what new data do I have? Oh, I really don't enjoy the structure around this. I don't like this kind of rule. I don't like 
this kind of movement. I don't enjoy having to think about this with my nutrition. Awesome, great data. That doesn't mean the system that you're using is the last end all be all and now you're a failure and need to start over again. That's like, hey, I have new data, I have new information. Cool, now where can I move forward with my nutrition goal, with my movement goal, with my mindset goal, with my sleep goal, with whatever, and still see results with that. So permission to cycle through these tools quickly, to go back to ones, had them stick for a few days, weeks, and months, and then to go to a new one. You're not impulsive. You're not a quitter. You're only a quitter when you make meaning out of it saying, oh yeah, only people who stick to things and see them all the way through, that's success. And for you, maybe that is, and it probably feels really good, but that's only because society has told you that that's what should feel good. Or if I think more of us gave ourselves permission to be like, hey, yo, like this doesn't really work for me. I still have this goal in mind. I want to become an entrepreneur. I want to build a business. I want to lose weight. I want to have a better marriage. I want to be more patient with my children. I want to have better work-life balance. And I'm using this tool, this way, whatever you're doing, whatever action you're taking, and you get into it and you go, oh, I don't love it. Just don't stop. Just go, okay, that didn't work. Cycle through tools quickly. And don't make it mean anything that you are a quitter or that you're impulsive. And again, I'm, I'm impulsive. And I found that to be a great gift in a lot of areas. And only when I make it mean something negative does it become something that's not a great gift. It becomes to mean something negative about me versus I make my mind up quickly. And I quickly cycle through things. And I go, yeah, not for me. No big deal. I'm not attaching any big thing. And yes, I can hear some of you thinking, but Jen, isn't there benefit and value in grit and motivation and seeing something through? Absolutely. But there's a fine line there where it's like, hmm, if that tool's not getting you there, that program's not getting you there, that commitment that you made is not getting you there, get really clear about what you wanted. And is there a different way of getting there that might feel a little more exciting for you or easier for you or might light you up a little bit, but still gets you to that goal, right? The, the whole thing is not about being married to a tool. You don't get a gold star for doing the thing. You get a gold star for doing your goal and how you get there a thousand different ways. So don't consider yourself a quitter. Say you got new data, you didn't like this, you didn't. And maybe, again, that's what we work on in wellness before weight loss is we work on solidifying your habits and routines and getting you to think ahead and out of reaction mode. And those things then make the doing a hell of a lot easier when it comes to weight loss. So maybe that's where the energy needs to go for you is focusing on those things first because you've just focused so much on the action piece that it just hasn't worked. Your, your life hasn't expanded enough to do the things more consistently. The thing might be fine. The tool might be fine. But if you're not adjusting your habits and behaviors and mindset around that, then the tool is never going to work, right? And that's really what I try to hammer home inside of wellness before weight loss is that we have to get those foundational habits down first. And they take time and energy and communication and thinking ahead. And then when you choose the tool, the how, the what you want to do to lose weight, you have a hell of a lot more support, better equipment, better tools to see that thing through. And that's what we do inside that program. So if you're interested, head over to jenjohnsoncoaching.com. It's on there. You can find me on Instagram, uh, Jen Johnson Coaching, or Facebook, Jen Johnson. Um, I would love to hang out and talk with you a little bit more about this if you're interested in like doing weight loss differently. This is a pre-weight loss program. Wellness for Weight Loss is a pre-weight loss program that helps you get the equipment in order to climb up Weight Loss Mountain a hell of a lot easier, a hell of a lot more sustainably. And it's just really the right way to go about it. It just, there really is no other, unless you, you know, again, that 2% goal of like people who lose weight and don't really need to do this and kind of just like can say, yep, I'm going to lose weight. And then they just do it and they keep it off. That's only 2% of the world. And that's tough. That's tough odds, friends. I know you can do anything you set your mind to, but I'd love to help you set up your success even more. Um, yeah, reach out, let me know. And last thing, 
Give yourself permission to be impulsive. Be a quitter. But don't quit on the goal. Quit on the tool. That's fine. Quit on the tool over and over and over and over. Make sure your toolbox is deep. How else can you get to that goal around nutrition, mindset, movement, sleep, whatever that goal is? How else can you get there? What are other options that you might try out and cycle through those quickly when one sticks, stick with it as long as it sticks and then move on quickly when it stops sticking. But keep that goal in mind. Switch out your tools as often as possible. All right, my friends, if you're enjoying this, please let me know. It sometimes feels like I'm talking into the void and I don't want to do that. I love having your feedback. What's resonating, what's not, what you're like, oh, Jen, I don't know. Or you're like, oh my gosh, Jen, that totally helped me change my mindset around this. I would love to hear all of the above. Reach out to me, let's connect, and I'll see you on the next podcast.